Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we switch it up. Sorry, we we won't make that pun again. We're just talking about the Switch presentation. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Hey, Patrick, how's it going? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy. A little evening. sleepy. I'm a little sleepy this evening. I had a, a late night of drinking last night. Oh. Um, and I had a slow start to the day, and then a slow middle to the day, <laughs> and now a nice slow evening. That's pretty nice. That yeah. sounds nice. Yeah, that's not bad. How how you doing, Mark? I'm feeling pretty jazzed. I uh, we finally get a like talk about the switch yeah we haven't done that at all previously <laughs> <laughs> but now we actually have information that's on right which to discuss that's right so uh, obviously we're going to dive deep into switch talk um in the latter half of this episode so if you're here i guess just to hear us talk about the switch skip ahead like 20 minutes or something <laughs> uh but it, i mean the rest of the show should be good right absolutely starting with a check on the weather Oh yeah, check on the weather. Uh, it was nice and sunny in LA yesterday. Man, it's pleasant. Saturday, it's pleasant LA winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. A pleasant LA winter. It's like pretty warm during the days. It gets cold at night, but what are you gonna do? We had uh, an actual rainstorm. Mark, have you seen those maps of like uh, comparing the drought uh, at like this point this year versus this point last year? Yeah, it's great. It is. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's less drought. <laughs> I mean, I've, we've already voiced our disgust at El Nino. Oh, yeah, that's right. That El Nino, I don't... Come on. Is L.A. proper ever going to be out of a drought? Because, like, why would it be? It's in a desert. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, at some point, it's not a drought. It's just, like, the, the climate. Condition. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, Mark, let's talk about the... Let's do a debug from last week. Okay. Um, so, last week, you and I made a bet... Um, uh, we, we made predictions and then, uh, about what the, what would be in the switch presentation. And, uh, you said, let's make it interesting. I said, all right, how much you said a million dollars and I accepted because I am a man of honor. Um, and you accepted because you are a man of honor, but at some point I might have said, whoever gets the most predictions, right. owes the other person a million dollars. So. Before we tabulate <laughs> who got more predictions right and work out a payment plan and work out a payment plan, um, what that's not what we mean. No, no, no. So whoever guessed the that that person wins receives the money. Yes, the person with the most points right wins right, and, and we'll determine how points are awarded. Yeah, and yeah. the other person will owe the winner a million dollars. That's right. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that you misspoke. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that's it's a debug here where we're fixing the bugs. And also it's important because that would maybe constitute a verbal contract in California law. And, you know, neither of us right. wants to get caught in this legal loophole. Right, exactly. Where the wrong person own, owes the other person a million, a million dollars. dollars. Right. I mean, it's going to be complicated enough holding each other to this. And it could end our friendship because neither of us has a million dollars. <laughs> Not in liquid assets. <laughs> no, certainly. <laughs> 
Mark, if you had to pay someone a million dollars right now, how would how would you even start to do this? I maybe like five dollars a week or something. I mean, I think just suicide. <laughs> I think that's a viable solution. Uh, Mark, what what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing Star Tropics. Ooh, yeah, I finally like decided to dig into it. Yeah, um, I beat the second temple. Is that what we call it? Uh, so dungeon uh, it, it, in the second chapter. There's o- there's only like one dungeon in the the first one, right? Right on the first island. I think there's only yeah. Well, I just beat the dungeon. I don't know wh- what they call them in this sure. game. I, 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 I cave or yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, dungeon yeah. is fine. Where you're like helping the dolphin. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So I just beat that one. Uh, so when I first got the NES Classic, I uh started Star Tropics. And got to the first dungeon and could not figure out how to successfully jump. Yeah, because it's tricky. And so I was like, I like, I'm not gonna bother with this. I'm just gonna play more Mario three. Right. And now Why I play des- other games when <laughs> Mario three is on the machine. So now I decided to actually like dig into it. And I'm not gonna lie, it took me so it took me a significant not a significant, but it took me a little bit to figure out how I'm supposed to control this character. Yeah, so like the the hardest thing about controlling Mike is that uh, he won't jump in a direction unless he's jumping over something. Like that's the most confusing bit of it. Yeah, because it's not explained. Yeah, um, that, that's so, right. So you're like uh, at the first cave dungeon or whatever. You just like stand Castle? there, <laughs> yeah, and you have temple. Um, uh, you have to jump. Over, like onto these platforms mm-hmm. and I kept trying to do it and just kept dying because I kept falling into the water. Yeah. And uh, so I assume people were like me and had difficulty. So I would go online and like watch a walkthrough or something and they would just do it. Like th- that part is not supposed to be challenging. It's supposed <laughs> to be incredibly easy. So finally I figured it out, but it maybe took me a good five ten minutes of like trial and error which is a frustrating amount of time when you're trying to make a single jump and have to keep repeating it right in the first level of this game dungeon (laughs) um but yeah i've i i'm you know so i'm not super far into i can't imagine it's a an incredibly long game there's well there there are the um the third chapter that you're about to head into has multiple temples that you have to traverse, um, like it, it kind of becomes its own game almost. That there are like um, four different like combat heavy um, levels in in it, um, and there's like a, a story that evolves on this like bigger island. Um, so like the game does get like bigger and kind of more expansive um, and a little bit more open, um, but like it also gets more obtuse. Like there, there comes a point where it's not a bad idea to play this game with a guide nearby, just because there's so much trial and error with um, opening, you know, hitting switches and opening doors and stuff. Oh yeah, I won't be doing that. Right. I will definitely <laughs> be yeah. looking at a guide. Yeah. I don't, I don't have time for that. No, of course I, like not. I was so frustrated having to spend ten minutes to like get past the first level in something. I wonder if I could have looked in the um, instruction booklet. Yeah, maybe if, if it's like explained there, but maybe. The uh the sequel, um, Zoda's Revenge, uh, fixes that. 
so that the the jumping is more it's a lot less digital like you know now you basically like point him at the place he needs to jump to you push jump and he jumps there i do like how hyper american it is Mm -hmm. like it's very much somebody you know like if i was uh tasked with like creating a game for mexico or something i'd be like you'd be super racist about it (laughs) (laughs) it's like burritos you know uh pinatas and this is like uh baseball and yo-yos yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of fun uh i uh haven't been playing a a whole lot but um i did um sink some real time into donkey kong country last night we finally figured out how to put our new tv onto channel four yeah like a modern tv hooking up uh through the old analog yeah the old like coaxial input um uh fr- from the super nintendo they don't play nicely together you have to like trick the tv into just showing normal channel four um so figured that out and uh drunkenly played through the first three worlds uh countries of donkey kong country <laughs> um and had a blast and i'm uh surprisingly good at that game even when i'm too drunk to <laughs> string together cohesive sentences and then together we've been playing metroid other m right but of course you know about this because you've been listening to our uh play along uh in the ncs classic edition um so hop on over to that and listen to us uh probably just complain about our experience <laughs> <laughs> i tried to couch it in more positive terms because yes you know because uh i don't know that oh, we just complain about it. Every episode is the most compelling. Yeah. Patrick and Mark complain about a video game. Maybe that's, not the, maybe that's not the most compelling thing there is. No, we say something positive every single time. Every, every single time. And then there are like 26 more minutes on top of that. Mark, let's get into the news. So the big news, of course, was the Nintendo Switch presentation happened and pre-orders are open if you can find a place that's still pre-order taking pre-orders i think there are i mean i know like gamestop is is out of them now yeah gamestop's out uh it like seems to come on and off bestbuy.com yeah um and sometimes you can pick it up in store still and sometimes it's just for shipping but i think if you really want to pre-order one you can but like get on it yeah. yeah, especially it seems like if you want the red and blue Joy-Con oh, that, version. Oh, that's, that's the more it seems sought like it's, after? I don't even know if it's sought after. It seems like it's harder to get pre-orders for. Like, I don't know that Amazon ever did pre-orders for that version. Sure. Um, So I think it's just... So maybe it's just rarer. Okay. Maybe they're making less of them. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about that <laughs> yeah. in a second. Um, But even though the presentation was just a few days ago, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct focused on Fire Emblem on Wednesday, January 18th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Um, presumably, this will focus on the like Fire Emblem's Warriors title that was announced during the Switch presentation in a really weird way, I might add. Oh, yeah. Like, totally not showing its cards at all. No, like, it's... Just kind of showed some Fire Emblem weapons. Yeah, it was like a 30-second thing of Fire Emblem, but there was no like title screen. There was nothing. Maybe they were supposed like teasing it for this direct yeah, but who knows anyway so fire emblem related um so yeah we'll probably get 
information about that Fire Emblem mobile title that we know is coming. Yep, hoping for that. Um, and, and who knows? It could also be uh, like another Fire Emblem, uh, like anything. It's all we know is that it's Fire Emblem related. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, January digital deals. There's some games uh, on sale for the Wii U and 3DS eShops. Uh, my Nintendo members get an additional 10% off the sales pricing on some games. And uh, my Nintendo account is free. So right. if you're listening to this and you're a Nintendo fan, you probably already have one. You know, yeah. if you downloaded mm-hmm. uh, Super Mario Run and all that kind of stuff. And if you want to save two bucks on a $20 game marked down from 40 uh, now's your opportunity to do that. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what's your pick? Okay, so we went through. The, the list is uh, decent. There, there are some, like, big Nintendo games on there. But my pick for this is going to be the Guacamelee Super Championship Edition uh, on the Wii U. Um, which is marked down, uh, slashed in half. Uh, it's uh, $7.49. Um, I played the original Guacamelee um, when it first came out on Vita, uh, and uh, I've always wanted an opportunity or an excuse, I guess, to pick up the Championship Edition, and for 7 bucks, uh, it seems like a slam dunk. Yeah, and I think I'm going to be picking up a pocket card jockey for the yes. 3DS. It's a uh, 545, mm-hmm. which is marked down from 6.99. And I'm just incredibly curious about this game because you've talked about it a lot, and each time it comes up, my like mind is blown and reblown, right? Because there's a game freak game that <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think I'm gonna grab this. But there are some like bigger titles on there if you've never played them before, like Splatoon. You know is uh 4679 rayman legends is 20 bucks if you want i mean isn't that also going to be on the switch like uh i mean both 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 of these games are yeah (laughs) uh no no i'm not saying not to buy it i just think it's funny that that's like a perennial now Uh, like yeah that game is like mario 3 it's going to show up on every nintendo console ever i mean rayman needs something (laughs) (laughs) um story of seasons is ten dollars off 20 bucks you know so there's like a lot of uh interesting games of course (laughs) of course uh but there yeah so there's a lot of interesting games on here um so during the treehouse live stream uh following the switch presentation on friday two additional breath of the wild amiibo were announced a zelda and boko goblin bokoblin bokoblin yeah um so that brings the breath of the wild amiibo line to five figures there's the guardian uh link rider um link archer amiibos and then these new two uh and all will be available on march 3rd when the game launches uh that's exciting um geez i gotta figure out if i'm going to if i'm going to get them all have you been pre-ordering any of them no not yet i don't it it has not uh felt super necessary to pre-order the last um i mean like anything since the the smash really do you think they've gotten better at like, do you think they've been making more of them, or do you just think Amiibo fever fever has uh, fallen off a little bit? I I think Amiibo fever has probably fallen off a little bit, but I think on top of that, they are just more accurately determining how much they need. Um, I think that they were slowly figuring out that toy supply line, and it's there now, so they can actually deliver on what they think they need to deliver on. And finally, Awesome Games Done Quick wrapped up on Saturday night. And I'm always a little bummed when it's over with. I just yeah. love, I mean, it, it's obviously not practical to always be happening, but it's just, it's just, <laughs> although that would be amazing. I mean, 
in a sense, it sort of is if you just want to go on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. That's true. But there's just something really cool about always, um, like when I'm working on something or just like, I just like having it on mm-hmm. and like watching. Uh, it's really fun. So it ended on Saturday night. And over the course of the week, they raised $2.2 million for the Prevent Cancer Foundation, which is a new record for the event. And a million dollars, a million dollars more than last year. Yeah, almost doubled their intake from last year. That's amazing. Yeah. And really, really cool. $2.2 um, $2 million they raised. Yeah. Over a week. Good work, guys. Um, uh, I, I watched a little bit of the... And all of this is you know archived on, on YouTube now. Um you know that's no no longer streaming but obviously you can watch um any of it that you want uh there is a run of super dram world and w- which is a a mod of super mario world um but it's just like sadistically difficult it's kind of like uh the kaizu mario yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh, yeah so i mean it's like every single level is about like grabbing a baby yoshi jumping spin jumping through the air while like you know kicking the baby yoshi like up in (laughs) like kicking him up so that he'll fly with you and then like making him grab things and become big yoshi so that he can like bounce off of a fireball or something and then you like catapult off of him like it's it's all impossible stuff because it's it's not like they're mo- like modifying the current levels right it, they take the ass it's like super yeah. mario maker like, yeah they like take the exactly assets like mario maker, and then yeah. they um use like the physics and the uh like yeah like the, the properties of, yeah of, of the game yeah um yeah and it's it's super cool it's uh the this guy uh the speedrunner grand pooh bear runs through it um in about 30 minutes which uh isn't that doesn't beat his previous record but it's still um very fast and super impressive so uh if there's any you know part of that that you want to check out that's a pretty good uh place to look mark you were talking about a um uh shovel knight race last week yeah earlier in the yeah i I watched a little bit of a um mega man x um race that was fun it's just amazing. People are so good at these games. I also really like there's a awful games done quick, which is always like a late night block where yeah. it's just like terrible games um, that some that you've maybe like never heard of. Like uh, this one you may have heard, but there's like people were running like Wayne's World on NES and just like stuff like that. <laughs> yes. And so they're all like shorter. They're all, you know, like maybe like 20 minutes max running through these awful games. Right. But it's always a really... Uh, and you were probably asleep when it was happening, but you can go back and watch this block, and it's really fun. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we don't have any new releases for the week, right, Mark? No, it's uh, or not that I know of. Right. I mean, who knows? Again, it is so hard to find out when anything is coming out. Like, uh, it's, what what came out? Oh, like F Zero DX or what? The the suit the, the Virtual Console. Yeah, the yeah. the. Nintendo 64 version of F-Zero came out on Thursday. What? Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it was announced until Wednesday that it was going to be dropping the next day. So it's like, who knows? There may be a great game that is coming out this week, and we won't know about it maybe until it happens. Or, or uh, a week later. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Mark. Let's, uh, we let, we got to get to this Switch thing, so let's move out of the news. But first, it's time for a regular segment on our show called 433. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called 
33, wherein a performer or a group of performers didn't play their instruments for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. So for the duration of one performance of 433, Mark and I will talk about something not Nintendo-related. Mark, what's on your mind? So I went to Disneyland on Friday. Uh-huh. And, you know, like when they open the park or anytime there's any sort of announcement, there's the quote-unquote voice of Disneyland and it you know it has that very like announcery voice like ladies and gentlemen you know like that kind of thing yeah and it just got me thinking like how much of that is a is their regular voice and how much of it is like they like turn it on oh you I, know mean, what it's, I mean it's got to be like all turned on right like no one talks like that anymore you, do you have wait, wait, anymore? You think there was a time when people did talk like that? Uh, who knows? So, okay. <laughs> y- yes. You think it's like a mid-Atlantic accent yeah. type thing where it's like... <laughs> I think, okay, so it must be rooted in something, right? That like, there are those like, maybe it's uh, partially rooted in like old carnival barkers, like, step right up, yeah? Like that sort of uh, trying to get your attention. Okay. And I wonder if there's... Um, if there are just like uh, carnival traditions or some other kind, like where 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 do you think that voice comes from? You think someone just talks like that? Well, I know a person. Okay. Who just who? It, well, again, here I don't know him well, but he has a but he like talks like that, uh-huh. and I and I don't know. Again, I don't know how much of it is an affectation. Um, but like like or like think of like radio ads. Right, radio ads all also always have a very like uh, turned up. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's very like wow, come you know. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, is, is some of that just like the like acting for radio that like you need to, and maybe this is where we could learn something, but <laughs> <laughs> but that like you know just listening to an audio. Um, listening to something in an audio format isn't going to be as engaging as, like, watching an ad. Like, I think it all stems from the same trying to get someone's attention using just your voice. So, like, I wonder if there's a a point where they're like, oh, that doesn't sound natural perfect. You know what I mean? No, I definitely think you're onto something. I just wonder if, like... So the guy who's the voice of Disneyland right now, I I don't know what his name is, but I just wonder if, um, you know, like, he uses that voice when he's, like punishing his children you know like or is it just like or does he well, talk does mark, he talk mark, mark, nor- mark. totally what, normal what would that sound like if oh. he's punishing his children i don't know they left their toys out bethany get in here you know like i don't like or is it totally like he would just talk completely normal uh-huh and then you know when he's going to work he's like <clears throat> okay and now i turn on because i mean i don't do it well but i can right you know, you like can, you can approximate i can it. do a simulation of that wouldn't you feel weird uh, using that? Because, like, I can tell you just did feel a little bit weird doing that voice to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I would feel so weird doing, like, the announcer voice to a human being. No, I agree. But I'm just saying if that is their voice, that is their normal voice, right, then they, they wouldn't feel weird it. about it. It's like, what are they going to do? Uh, so, obviously, I put on a little bit of a voice when we start every episode. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, coming up! Um, and... I mean, I, I don't do that at any other point in my life. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like, do, do you have uh, situations where you affect a, a different kind of voice? Well, I mean, I think this For whatever is, reason. I mean, this is getting pretty deep, but don't you think you talked uh, different to different people? Like, depending on what yeah, your... Yeah, For, I mean, yes, definitely. Um, and I... 
speak very differently to my girlfriend. Like we just, you know, just just speak differently, right? Like I think you fall into the the people that you spend more time with. You fall into like very specific speech speech patterns and like jokes and even like tone. Of Do you voice. ever catch yourself where you're like, I can't believe I sound like this, or is that just a me thing? Uh, I'm when I listen to myself in in a recording. No, even when I'm like verbalizing <laughs> words in the back of my mind sometimes i'm like i can't believe this is like what i have you fallen idiot. into <laughs> yeah oh well, we'll never know well, we will never know how how i uh, feel about that um we were accompanied today by paul espinoza uh mark let's get into it topic of the week the nintendo switch let's start by determining how we felt about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, I, I wasn't sure. You we were, were shaking your head. There. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't sure if we were like if we were launching right into tallying the points. Oh no, let's let's if our million dollar bet. That's right. And this is a, a verbal deal that we struck mm-hmm. and is you know out there. People have listened to that. Which I am not a lawyer, but I believe that's contractually binding I in agree the state of that. California. <laughs> Uh, so by the end of this episode, one of us will owe the other a million dollars. Right, one of us will have very little money, <laughs> and the other one will have a lot of money. Theoretically, and again, if I lose this bet, I will probably commit <laughs> suicide. <laughs> uh, so, Mark, how, how did you feel about this thing? How? Um... So, my initial reaction was disappointment. Okay. Um, and I think it's because you know I've allowed myself to get a little hyped up about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, we were joking last episode, you know, like, for it to be the perfect system. Right. And the it, impossibly was, it was never going to be. System. Right. And I, but I think after thinking about it, um, it's basically exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. Which is, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, I don't know the third party support is any different than it is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that it will be, but uh, you know, from from right off the bat, it doesn't seem like there's a huge library. There was nothing in the presentation that made me feel like the third party support from like um, major publishers is going to be significantly different, and Western developers and Western developers is going to be significantly different from the Wii and Wii U, and like that was a little disappointing. But once I but. At the same time, it's like, yeah, this is what I expected it was going to be, mm-hmm. which is for two, $2.99, I'm going to get a 3DS and a Wii U in one in the sense that, yes, you know, like, I'm just going to get all of Nintendo's games on one platform. Mm-hmm. The system itself seems really slick. Yeah, it does. Um, Like, kind of the best hardware... Yeah, like could the have best, imagined like, form out factor. Of, yeah, yeah, and like just like uh, from people's impressions, like the quality seems really high. Like people complain a lot about the Wii U screen, mm-hmm. the screen on the 3DSs, mm-hmm. and it seems like they've done a really good job with the Switch, which is really exciting. So yeah, overall, like I am uh, a little disappointed on price, mm-hmm. but overall, it's what I hoped or expected it to be, which I'm fine with. Uh, so, uh, I, I'm probably pretty similar. Uh, I think I probably come down, like, by the end of the presentation, I was, like, overall excited about it. Um, 
I just always think it's weird what Nintendo decides to focus on when they're like, no, this is the part of it that we can sell. Uh, when they're like, yeah, it's like uh, you can, the Joy-Con is like uh, holding a glass with three ice cubes in it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> or or like showing off that arms game or even the way they're advertising 1-2 Switch. It's all very, um, like I get that they're uh, shoving the novelty out in front of stuff. Um, when we don't really need to be, I'm not like interested in what's new about it in a lot of ways, you know, like the, the initial pitch of here's something that you can play at home or on the go. Like that's enough for me. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I, that didn't bother me. I actually think that's kind of smart. Um, what like the, uh, uh, like the three, like ice cubes in the glass right the Uh, hd rumble yeah yeah you're like okay on the one hand your initial instinct is like who cares right because rumbles existed forever but then you think of like oh i there's nothing out there right now that can currently do this right Right. like you think of like like meaningful physical feedback yeah like because like you think of like rumble on like a dual shock or whatever they call the ps4 controller now it's still a dual shock 4 okay yeah um you know, all like there's no way you'd be able to differentiate, you know, like how many ice cubes are in right from a Dual Shock because all all it means is like the same rumble we've had since the Nintendo 64, right? Where it's just gonna like the whole it, thing it'll, is gonna it'll vibrate or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I do think is interesting to your point of like the what they choose to mm-hmm. focus on or what they choose to even like talk about and the stuff they don't talk about. Like, yeah, like all the stuff that we care about, or not not all the stuff we care about, but like the details, mm-hmm. they just don't bother with. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, like... Well, and, and I think that sort of makes sense just in terms of like what the presentation was, right? Like the presentation was, sure, it was for fans and like, but like on, on, on some level it's for investors and it is to assert like why this thing is different um and um i i I think i will uh pick up a copy of one two switch when it launches it doesn't look great but i'm interested to see like what it what it is how it feels in the room um but like you can tell that's them trying to uh like re-bottle wii sports right for for this new machine yeah i yeah one two switch I think it's cheaper than $60, which I think is smart, because mm-hmm. since they're not bundling any games with it, uh, what I love about 1-2-Switch is how Nintendo it is. It's so Nintendo. And how they're like, y- you don't have to look at the screen. Yeah, like how like, they're, What are you talking about? They <laughs> encourage you. It's like a video game, in the sen- but like they encourage you to like make eye contact with the person that you're playing against. Right. Right? Like nothing is happening on the Switch screen and during I, the minigames. The only time during the week that I make eye contact with anyone is when you and I are recording these <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Otherwise, I am looking down at my feet or, you know, at someone's forehead. <laughs> but it, it's just so like how we talked about like Nintendo has their own sense of, yeah, you know, like making things joyful and fun and i love that uh one two switch does that Mm -hmm. um like if i was a parent i would get one two switch in a second because it's not even a video game in the traditional sense yeah you're just playing with your friends you know you're playing a game with your friends well and and i can see uh like showing this to my parents and them being interested in it you know like it it does 
I'm excited to bring it somewhere and be like, hey, we can we can play this dumb party game. Well, yeah, because even more than Wii Sports ever was, it is like a party game, right? right? You have your Switch there, you take the Joy-Cons out, and then the screen doesn't matter anymore. Right. And, um, and then it's imminently playable. Yeah. But I guess uh, what I, the point I was trying to make before... Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Just like I didn't do a very good job of explaining it. It's not like the stuff that we care about, they don't talk about at all. It's like I... Th- feel like it's so difficult to find all of the information about the switch that's been re- been released yes. in one clear easy to read format right like their online stuff is still so much of a mystery and they have in interviews on a bunch of different outlets mm-hmm. given like a little bit of information here and there see i, I you think, know i but, think we're we're still a couple like you know, we we are like two months, no, not even two months out from this thing uh, hit, hitting the street. I think we will see. Um, you know, we got we got the announcement of this Fire Emblem Direct uh, just a couple days ago. I think we'll see more directs before the Switch comes out, explaining all of these, explaining all of the questions that are still unanswered, like the the virtual console, um, like getting more in depth information about the online service and all of that. Um, I think there's just so much they're trying to sell that like it has to take place over so much time. You know, I mean that that's why they were running um uh the had the Treehouse Live streaming all day on Friday. Um cuz there's just so much stuff to uh to communicate and so many games and like novel ways of playing things to uh to get across. I think that's a great point cuz one thing we complained about or i complained about with the wii u was that they tried to do too much at once mm-hmm. and i applauded them with that first switch reveal just being like very clear and you know like it's like okay here's the one thing we're going to tell you about the switch up yeah. front and um you're right this is probably a better way to uh like trickle out information mm-hmm. well and i th- i think if there was like a a single message of the switch presentation it's uh it was um play together right like uh the the original uh, reveal video was uh, uh play it at home play it on the go and like the the new message is like this thing is based around two people interacting in in, in a room in any room you're going to be able to play Mario Kart you and whoever's there you're going to be able to play one two switch you and whoever's there you're going to be able to play arms you and whoever who, who's there splatoon like on and on right um so I, I think they're being very uh, specific in what stories they're telling. Like, we still, it, it was mentioned, but, like, there's been no demonstration of, like, how touch, you know, is going to be uh, I- implemented in any of these games. Because it's a touch screen, but, like, you know, they, they're choosing not to tell those stories just yet. Uh, my other one big takeaway from the event was, like, this still feels like it should have launched in fall. Like, it feels like, even what? though it was originally supposed to come mm-hmm. out in tw- fall 2016, it feels like it's not... Re- and I, you know, like, I pre-ordered, I'm... it's What they have is compelling enough for me now to be yeah. like, I will spend the $300 for it more than that because... Because you need to get a game. Yeah. Yeah. And a memory card and, like, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But it's, like with online not really being ready until the fall right it's like how does that happen like that feels weird to me where it feels like like there's no way this thing could have launched in 
uh yeah La- you know like in fall 2016 yeah yeah like not even close yeah well okay we're we're starting to get into like some some details here and so so maybe we should uh kind of run down um uh the the like vital stats here and see how they well, at the same time we'll compare we'll figure out who owes who a million right dollars. so are we doing uh like full uh full points so it's like if we didn't get launch lineup completely correct that means we get zero points or are we doing like you know like i think uh, we'll decide that on a prediction by prediction basis right, okay. right? We'll, right we'll, we'll discuss each one i think okay so release date is uh march 3rd the first possible friday that they could have released this thing uh i say you and i we both guessed the 17th uh, zero points. Zero points. Zero points. Absolutely. I was really surprised. <laughs> Me I, too. I guess it makes sense from a financial perspective because then they can sell more before the uh, end of the fiscal over. year. Mm-hmm. You know, they have those targets they have to hit, but um, or that they're trying to hit. But yeah, really, uh, I, I would. It seems like with any product, uh, whenever like with like the app, like especially like Apple stuff is what I'm comparing it to. Yeah. When they're like, oh, it'll launch in October. It usually means the last possible That's moment right. it can, you know, because they're just working up into that time yeah. to get it ready. So that's an amazing, it seems like, like that's so soon. Yeah, it's, it's really soon. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because they, the launch lineup, which we'll get to in a second, isn't a lot of games, but there are like another five or six games coming out later in march also uh, i don't care at all that there aren't a lot of games that no, launch because most launch games are garbage right like think of like plus you're gonna have zelda to play <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like think of how many games came out on like the wii u launch the 3ds launch or whatever and how many actually had any stain power were good games yeah it's just like uh companies tend to flood console launches because it's you have such motivated buyers most of the times the games are just garbage right uh so we'll we'll get we'll get to the uh the the launch titles here in a second um because the next uh item is the price uh mark had uh, predicted it would be 249.99 i predicted 349.99 uh again zero points to both of us because it is 299 let's give it, i i would argue we should give each other we should each get half a point because we were with tell me why because <laughs> we were within fifty dollars <laughs> okay so we each get half a point i mean it's the same as it's neither same, of us getting right, points it's the same, so as, it's the same as zero points <laughs> well um, forget it then let's each get a full point <laughs> <laughs> no because we weren't right okay you're right yeah okay unless we're going to give ourselves two points for actual correct answers which doesn't make any sense so no, half a point half, half a point, point half so a we point. each have half a point okay um uh, launch I, oh sorry no i just wanted to say uh for you this was like uh, I'm not going to say a relief, but you had anticipated it was going to be more expensive than this. Yeah, and actually um, seeing the uh, like solo pricing on all of the accessories, uh, but the Joy-Cons, to buy a, a spare set of Joy-Cons is $80. The uh, charge grip itself is $30. Um, I mean, that right there is $110, and that comes packed in with with the system the ch- just a, a note like the charge grip does not come with the system charge grip does not come with the system there is a joy con grip that comes but it does not charge it's got not it, the one it, that charges it. yeah um but still there is a lot packed in mm-hmm. that comes like with the system like the joy con grip which is like the dopey dog looking thing mm-hmm. um the switch itself you know like uh the stand the like all of mm-hmm. that stuff uh comes with it, it um 
Yeah, I'm disappointed. It's weird. It's just like that mental thing that like it's only fifty dollars more. Yeah, but that fifty dollars, it, it makes me go, yeah, this is a little overpriced. But it does give them, again, like we were talking about, like especially compared to like the PS4 or yeah. the Xbox One. Um, I would say that Nintendo once again is not competing directly in those markets. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping. And I guess it does give them flexibility. Like in the fall, they could bundle a game, you know, like, uh, or they could drop the price fifty dollars if they need to. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's a little more than I was hoping to pay, but it's not a big deal. It uh, adjusted for inflation. Um, two fifty would have been the lowest price of a Nintendo home console, um, launch ever. Interesting. Um, what what did the Wii U launch at? So I, I I think it it launched at uh 299 and uh 349 okay. for the for the different um specs of it. Uh shoot, I saw a story on IGN here it is. Um uh, comparing the uh um release prices, uh the um original pricing and then adjusted for inflation. So like the NES um when it released in 1985 was uh 199 and adjusted for inflation now, that's four hundred forty-five dollars and forty-four cents. Um, if you adjust uh, the other um, systems for I- inflation, the Wii U was either three thirteen or three sixty-six. The Wii was even the Wii was two ninety-seven forty-eight. So adjusted for inflation, this thing is just fractionally uh, more expensive than the Wii was, which was. Did priced- the Wii launch at two forty-nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, get, I think this is one of those things where I like got caught in the hype. Yeah. Whereas it's like it's going to be cheap, you know, like and so when it was 2.99, if that had been the rumored price or whatever, right. I would have been totally fine with it, but it was just a little I feel you know, like, like deflating. 2.49 I feel like was a little bit of wish fulfillment of people I like cuz that that was the number that I was hearing floating around. Um but it's, you know, I, I at three hundred dollars, I think it's still a, a pretty good deal, especially as we were saying, with all the stuff that's in it that you could buy separately and cost and so the much. amount of technology that is packed into this thing and into the Joy-Con is Each crazy. Joy-Con has so much technology in it, um, so it makes sense that a pair of them cost eighty dollars. They're each basically a Wii Mote, but better. Uh, all right, um, so we're at half a point to half a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Uh, so the the next uh, category here was launch lineup. Um, I, I had I had predicted Mario, Zelda, and Splatoon, and that's it. Um, do you recall what your? I had like a handful of titles. I had Mario, Splatoon. Oh no, no, not Mario. I had Zelda, Splatoon, mm-hmm. um, uh, Skyrim. Yep. Uh, Did you you had that Rabbids? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The rumored that we didn't see anything of, like Ubisoft um game which i believe is still coming yeah uh and i i think i said you said some sports game right i I think i brought that up later but like mario kart did i say yeah maybe but i had there were like five or six i mean i totally whiffed it i i mean i think we both totally whiffed it i we both only got zelda yeah so the the actual launch lineup is the legend of zelda breath of the wild one two switch super bomberman r Skylanders, Imaginators, and Just Dance. I wrote 2014, but it's clearly, <laughs> clearly 2016. 2017, probably. 17, yes. Um, 
Who cares? No one's gonna <laughs> <laughs> not gonna play just dance. Um so first of all, let's give ourselves a point because we would get a point, point. We would get a point for each title that we got correct, and we each got one. Fine. So we <laughs> we have one and a half points each at 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 this juncture. Um you feel okay about the launch lineup? Yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, it's not a ton of games, mm-hmm. but uh, that's fine. I, you know, to me, I've that's not a sign that the system's in any sort of trouble. No, me neither. Especially because it's and we'll we'll talk about all of the other games that they uh, talked about coming out this year and even on into the future. Um, but it seems like there's a lot coming. Yeah. What's the name of the? Um, and that seems like it's just retail titles. Does that include <clears throat> any like? eShop or whatever they end up calling it titles because what is what is the um puzzle game that they announced yeah that that is the uh snip, snip clippers or whatever yeah. it's called uh we will get to that when we get to yeah snipper clips is what it's called um and that's just later in march oh so. okay so yeah so i i um yeah day one i think this is great yeah and and again like day one I kind of just want to play Zelda anyway. Especially when they've already said that, you know, like Mario Kart is coming in April. So there is more software coming, you know, like so soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, and I think it's actually really cool how limited the, you know, the five games you were saying that usually these things are flooded with, uh, crappy titles that no one wants to play. Um, and I feel like there's still a handful of titles here that I think are, crappy like i'm not gonna i'm never gonna play skylanders or just dance right but for a specific audience yeah like i don't know if they're crappy i think they're just not uh targeted towards me sure um which i feel like is different from other launches where it's just like no this is just a garbage title that somebody's you know releasing to get that launch money right and i don't think there's any of that That here like launch money yeah like super like Bomberman. I've never been a big Bomberman person, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at the uh, how many people online seem to be very excited about it. Yeah, especially with uh, the ability to play with. I think it's like up to eight people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, you know, like and, that's and cool, it, it, and it that's being a surprise. Two-player simultaneous out of the box because right. you've got the two Joy Cons. Yeah. So just so there doesn't seem anything on here that like, am I going to buy Just Dance twenty seventeen? Am I going to buy Skylanders? Absolutely not. But I don't think they're bad titles to have here at launch yeah and also i i'm sort of excited about one two switch like i don't really know what the actual experience of playing the game or like how much longevity it's going to have but i'm excited to have something uh that's like quick and disposable like that i like how different it is Mm -hmm. it it does feel like trying to recapture like the magic of wii sports right but it doesn't feel like wii sports resort where it's like kind of nakedly trying to you know like oh god please buy a wii u didn't you like the wii so much like oh we're doing that now too we're just doing it again um this you'll notice there are no me's in this yeah it almost feels like me's are going to become uh like xbox avatars where because when you Mm -hmm. sign into my nintendo like online your me yeah that's right shows up but uh apparently me versus is not a thing anymore right it won't be on the switch at all makes sense and street pass not on the switch at all so i wonder if they are going to become more like uh just avatars versus something that's really important to this not important but like 
Yeah, like, in, like integral. Featured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like mean, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, and maybe we need to move this. Like, this is a bigger conversation um, than we can have in the middle of our trying to figure out who owes who a million dollars conversation. Um, but like, it's interesting to note that in the character select screen for um, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, uh, the me characters do not appear. Um, so they remove the me's from that, and it's not the final. They could appear still, but. Um, you know, uh, if Smash comes out and you can't do me characters in that, like that's a big that's a big part of that game missing. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what role the Mies have going forward. Uh, Mark, do you recall your fourth prediction? What was yours? Maybe that'll jog my memory. Okay, my fourth prediction was robust eShop or virtual console support from day one. Oh yeah, and mine was the opposite that everything would like restart the virtual console would yeah uh like go back to square one so who knows who knows <laughs> who knows at this point i think zero points for both of us yeah zero points for both of us <laughs> okay so we are tied at one and a half so i think we both each owe each other a million dollars is okay. that the final score uh i mean we're not counting our wish list no 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 no, no, no. no. um so final score mark 1.5 patrick 1.5. I think we owe each other a million dollars. Okay. Uh, Jeez. The only way I can think to pay you that million dollars is suicide. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's a tie. It's a tie. No one owes anyone any money. Um, very anticlimactic. I don't like this show anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Mark, you want to talk about the, the... We talked a little bit about how much technology there is in, in a Joy-Con. You want to talk about the Joy-Cons? Sure, yeah. Um, so the Switch system comes with a pair of Joy-Cons, uh, and they are available in either the gray color or the neon red and neon blue. Mark, which did you pre-order? I uh, pre-ordered the gray one. Yeah. Um, I think red and blue looks weird a little bit, because it's very clearly just two Joy-Cons plopped onto the regular switch console and so it looks a little jarring um but also i pre-ordered one without having had a chance to watch the switch conference yet oh sure and so i didn't know there were options so i just like was refreshing (laughs) bestbuy.com and that's the one that came up i don't even know if original like when they launched pre-orders if both were available or if the second one went up a little bit later yeah i i don't i think just the one was available yeah so i didn't even know the other one existed and so i just bought what was available uh so a uh i i did the same but i i would not have i would not switch to the now if i buy more joy cons in the future Mm -hmm. i will and i will maybe buy the um blue and red ones although i would maybe hold out because i'm assuming you know there's gonna be like an nes one you know it seems like in the future there's endless amounts of uh switch of joy con possibilities Mm -hmm. and so you know like in the future i'll probably buy some of those I went ahead and bought a second pair of uh, the Joy-Cons in, in the red and blue because um, I wanted them. And so I, they are also pre-ordered. Do, do the Joy-Cons, do just like the extra Joy-Cons come with the Joy-Con strap? Or so, do you have to buy those separately? I think you have to buy them separately. I'm not totally sure. Let's talk about the strap a little bit. Okay. Um, so uh, the strap isn't just the strap that you know you had on the the Wii U. Um, it also includes like a little bit of extra meat that goes on the top of the Joy-Con controller to sort of round it out and make the L and R buttons a little bit more pronounced. Yeah. So this thing has so many buttons. 
which is kind of cool. It's like no matter uh, how you hold it, yeah. or like depending on how you hold it, it has like the same amount of buttons, like the same amount of like functionality. Yeah. So games can, you know, take advantage of all the buttons of a Joy-Con, basically, yeah. no matter what configuration, you're, how, no matter how you're holding it. Like mm-hmm. if you're holding it like a Wiimote, you still have the two shoulder buttons. If you're holding it like a um, like a Super Nintendo like a Super controller. Nintendo controller, it still has the two shoulder buttons. But it looks like without the Joy-Con strap, those side shoulder buttons they seem like they're hard to get like to very otherwise. tiny. Yeah. yeah, possible, but just like very tiny. Yeah. Um. So you know, maybe not the best for like any kind of Twitch uh, gaming. Um. So the it also has uh each Joy-Con. Well, hold on, we've got notes here, and I'm trying to follow along with them. Um, so the Joy Cons themselves each have gyro sensors, uh, motion IR cameras, and this uh high definition rumble feature that we're. I talking think about. only one has the IR camera. No, I th- the IR camera is the. I mean, that's how you play one two switch against someone else. Is that like they both have. The, the camera part of it. I think only the one on the right hand side does. Well, how can you, how could you do like rock, paper, scissors, whatever they're talking about? Because you would they're... just need one. I think, I think, I could be wrong. I think it's only on the right okay, hand side. Okay. That's, uh, uh, that, that's a question we have then. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, other things that are um, exclusive to either the, the left or the right, um, the left, the Joy Con L has the share button on it. Um, it's a, a camera button, I guess. Um, and the Joy-Con R has the NFC reader slash writer for um, Amiibo. Um, what else is going on here? The Joy-Cons um, are supposed to have like 20 hours of battery life, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. And they charge whenever they're uh, connected to the, um, the switch the switch itself. or to the charging Joy-Con holder. Which I'm realizing now is something else I'm going <laughs> to have to buy here. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, they are releasing a wheel accessory for Mario Kart. Yeah, just more that. plastic garbage yeah, for you just to... Get, just get more plastic garbage. <laughs> well, just like, because um, Mario Kart Wii came with yes. a wheel. Mm-hmm. I never... I mean, you liked the motion controls in Mario did, Kart Wii, yeah. but did you use the wheel, or did you always just hold yeah. it? Yeah, yeah oh, I okay. used the wheel a lot. Um, and we actually even bought a second one, because um, we would... like Everyone uh, that I lived with, and our friends, like everyone, only played that game with the motion controls. So, like, we it was actually a little bit of a thing of like, we only have two wheels. Who can see use a wheel? <laughs> um, but it's you know, n- I I don't play that way on on the Wii U at all. So, uh, anyway, they seem super cool. Um, the I'm I'm like way behind the Joy Cons. Like, I think they're neat. Yeah, I uh, HD Rumble we talked about a little bit, but I actually I think it's interesting i one thing i thought was interesting about the whole presentation the way they started the presentation is it reminded me of like steve jobs famous iphone presentation you know where it was like um they didn't rip it off wholesale but the steve jobs was like what are like the three products you know like a web browser a a music player and a phone right and he showed like the three different products and then brought them all together into the iphone and I liked how they started the Switch presentation, which was like, we took something from every Nintendo console, and, except the Virtual Boy. And also the only thing they took from the GameCube was that it has a handle. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of the presentation. Yeah. And the GameCube 
And a handle. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> and so they took like all this stuff and put it all into the Switch, which is very true because the Switch is over is like stuffed with technology. Right. Which again is part of why maybe they're having a hard time communicating uh, everything at, at once, mm-hmm. you know, or at least in a way that satisfies us. But I think H- uh, HD Rumble from the people who've had an opportunity to uh, use it seems you know not like earth shattering but pretty cool like it's like mm-hmm. an advancement in rumble technology that nobody has done before right um and nintendo is using it for fun yeah you know whereas like work, nintendo the, i feel like playstation or xbox would use something to like so you can feel the bullet wounds better or something <laughs> like that you know yeah um, yes they do uh, the uh, one thing that they didn't mention at all, but has come out, is that the touchscreen is supposed to have taptic feedback to make it feel like, um, si- uh, like actual button presses when you select oh, things on screen. So I, um, this is not confirmed. This is my conjecture: is that it'll be very similar to Apple's new laptops come with a, uh, and the iPhone Seven also comes with like the trackpad on the new MacBooks. When you touch it, it gives you force feedback, so it feels like a button press, but there's actually no oh wow uh, mechanism, and it's uncanny how real it is. And so I wonder if it'll be a similar thing on the touchpad. So like when you press, you know, on the uh, home screen when you hit like the Wi-Fi button or whatever, there's like a feeling yeah, that you're you actually feel that it's yeah touching a button. Back. Yeah, um, that's super cool. Like to just build in more physical feedback features. It's interesting that it would be both on the the screen and the um, the Joy Cons. Yeah, I don't think it'll work. Although apparently the three D uh, feedback is in the Pro Controller as well. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Uh, I I don't think like the taptic feedback on the touchscreen simul is the same thing as. 3D rumble, sure, sure, but it sure. just made me uh, think. No, of it. They're, yeah. they're definitely related. That like Nintendo's not just thinking about the way to make the game uh, look and sound a certain way, but it also feels a certain way, which is neat that they're even thinking about it because I don't, I don't think anyone else is. Um, other hardware information we have here: battery life. Um, I think about on par with maybe what we were expecting, possibly a little bit on the low end. I, I mean, to me, that's like what they've said. Like that's what a 3DS gets, right? Sure. They, so, it's, so it's Nintendo two... says anywhere between two and a half to mm-hmm. six, depending on the game. Um, so you'll probably get a lot on like one, two Switch, and in their own tests, like Breath of the Wild gets like three hours. Yeah, that's like what I get out of a charge on my original like uh 3DS XL. Yeah, and I don't know how anybody and look the battery on life when it was announced on 3DS was not like heralded as the greatest battery life ever sure but compare the technology in a 3ds to the amount of like silicon in a switch right and the first switch to get similar battery life i think is super impressive yeah absolutely well and like i i do think it's interesting that for you know as much as uh, nintendo is selling the idea that you can take this thing and like go places with it that i think the primary message is that like you play this thing at home and also it can go up, you know, like, yeah, I don't think they're expecting you to um, play it on the go all the time. And I think you can if you wanted to. Right. Um, you know, like a lot of modern airliners have plugs mm-hmm. by the seat. And if they don't, it's a use, use SB-C standard charger. Right. And so there's like 
external battery packs you can buy. You know, like yeah, if there, you there are, are solutions, somebody who yeah. wants to play Zelda like for twelve hours on the go, you can do it. But I think those are uh, niche use cases. I think yeah. for most people, three hours is plenty of time. Yeah, I I agree with that. And then you're back home and playing it on the TV. Uh, thing is region free. No. <laughs> Uh, I expect that now every time we're excited about something. <laughs> but yeah, it's great news. Yeah. Uh, good news makes it uh, just easier to develop for. Uh, yeah. Man. Well, and it, it just means that like, if you want to buy a game mm-hmm. that only came out in Japan, now it. it's really easy to do mm-hmm. so. One thing that I'm not sure about is how they'll do the online stores. You know, like, will it be IP based? You know, like, oh, interesting. So, or like, if you want to log into the Japanese eShop, will you be able to from a US IP? That's a great question. Or, like, is there even a difference? Seems like there will have to be for pricing. Right. right. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how that works. The economics of that is kind of <laughs> over, over my head. But no, it's, it's, it's very, it's, I, and again, I think it's one of those things that most people um, will never know or care about. Sure. But for the people who do care, I think it's really good news. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, so up to eight switch systems can be connected together on a local Wi-Fi network for multiplayer, which is cool. Yeah. I, it seems that the way that the switches talk to each other is over Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I don't know that... Uh, you have to be on a sh- like Wi-Fi connection. I think you could be like in a park with oh, no interesting, Wi-Fi, interesting. and still connect them. I think just the way they connect is over Wi-Fi, not like Bluetooth or anything. Yeah, I get you. Um, that's partial speculation on my part, right? But this I, is all stuff that we'll need to. Yeah, but I think you could play it like on a plane, right, and not have a Wi-Fi connection, or like on the sub. You know, like I think you can sure. be somewhere without a Wi-Fi connection and still connect to other switches to someone else who has the switch yeah so, uh, i think it just uh, connects it over a wi-fi but yeah that's speculation on my part um and then uh another just interesting a little hardware note here is um suda 5 one the developer behind uh no more heroes which we're getting a new one of we're something with travis touchdown yeah good point um it's got to be a no more heroes yeah. though <laughs> the guy doesn't appear in a lot of uh uh, different franchises but suda 51 um said that the platform is easy to develop for even for um indie titles or indie developers which is encouraging um i i feel like that's usually or frequently a hiccup in like the nintendo architecture that like it's not easy to develop for um it's just nice to hear someone say that it is yeah we already know that unreal 4 is mm-hmm. officially supported by it it seems like it's supported by a lot of gaming or a lot of like the it yeah a lot i don't of know what i'm saying here yeah basically up other games yeah. basically it does seem like it's easier to develop for also this was the weirdest part of the presentation because i i think di- like directs are a lot smoother for english-speaking audiences because the translators of the live stream were apparently not working off a script they were like translating it live well, I, and I it think led that, to some awkward moments. Definitely true for Suda Five One. Like, it's possible that other they had like scripts for other people, and other people were sticking to them. Um, but like, 
Suda, man, that guy, you can't control him. <laughs> the translator had no clue what was going on. No. <laughs> like, he just, uh, there, so there was like long silence yep. where Suda would like say a lot of stuff, and then the translator would be like, uh, Travis <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, back in the game. But it made the whole, it, it did make the whole presentation feel a little weird because we were, the main audio feed we were getting was, the translators yeah. and so everything else seemed like it was taking it was taking place like removed mm-hmm. um yeah it was i hope i don't hope this becomes a regular thing yeah i mean i don't think it will be we have a nintendo direct coming up this week so you know that'll be back to i think they just needed to have a, a big splash for this thing and then then we'll be back to quirky little nintendo stuff um, Mark, do you want to talk about the Nintendo Switch online service or at sure. least what we know about it? Yeah, so it's a free service when it launches, right? Which again, up in the air, uh well, okay, so it's a free service when it launches. Yes. And then in the fall, it'll become a paid service. Right. Um now I I think we're all operating under the assumption that it will be available at launch. But in the fine print, okay, so it just says March. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. And then it says like, uh, and it seems like at least at first, all of the online functionality will happen through a smartphone app. Sure. Like yes. voice chat, friends, all this kind of stuff. It seems like, and again, this is, we haven't, it hasn't really been clarified, mm-hmm. but from what they've said, it does, seems like at launch, none of this stuff will happen on the Switch itself. Sure. And which is kind of weird. So, yeah, it, it is a little bit weird. I'm happy that they're incorporating our smart devices, though we have them. So, like, I think it's great. I mean, like PlayStation has, you know, the PlayStation app mm-hmm. and then it has PlayStation messages like it has all this stuff. So I don't think it's bad to I think it's great to also have a mobile app. I'm hoping in the future, i.e. the fall, when it fully launches yeah. that it'll be integrated into the system as well because yeah, i, I feel so like too. it's weird to not have any of this in the system um so the features that uh sub- the people who subscribe to the the service are going to get um online gameplay so you're not going to be able to play your games online if you don't subscribe to this thing right and you will be able to before it actually launches in in the fall like during the trial period and but. i think you will you will also obviously be able to play local multiplayer yes you know uh and so, you know, if you have a, a PlayStation or a Xbox, this is not new to you. Right, right, right. Because both um, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation has uh, PS Plus and um, Xbox has uh, Xbox Live Gold. Then um, you need to pay for those to play games online. Uh, other, other features here, um, uh, online lobby and voice chat. Um, no friend codes that's nice yeah i mean we'll see exactly how that plays out because if i recall correctly we were exchanging friend codes uh, like four weeks ago for super mario run (laughs) yeah um there's and this is this is the part that seems most interesting to me um there's a monthly game download um either an nes or super nes game that is free to download and play with some newly added online play um and it is, this is totally mysterious too. It's not clear uh, whether you get to keep the games or whether... Actually, I think it is clear now. Okay. And it seems to be that it will be free for that month. Uh-huh. And then you will no longer have access to it 
unless you like unless you pay buy it. unless you buy it mm-hmm. which again like is different from how play, uh playstation plus and uh mm-hmm. xbox live gold or whatever they call it it's like games with gold right yeah, yeah, so yeah. i think it's mm-hmm. uh different from how they do it so but i'm not entirely opposed to it because It'll actually kind. Of, I feel like with so many of the PlayStation Plus games, I download them and then and I never like. I'm them. like, oh, I'll play them later. Right. But if it is, if they do have added online functionality, mm-hmm. you'll have this entire community of everybody who's playing this one, yeah, NES or SNES game. Uh-huh. You know, that's free for the moment, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, and I mean, whatever this uh, extra online functionality, even if that's just like leaderboards or whatever. Um, I'm curious to see whether that functionality carries into the future, like as if you choose to purchase the game or if it's like just for that month, like everyone's doing, you know, comparing their speed runs of ice climbers or whatever. Um, I'm hoping it means actual online functionality in the sense that if it's like a multiplayer game, sure, you know, like you'll be able to play Super Mario, Mario Kart yeah. or like, you know, like online. That yeah. would be cool. That would be super cool. But uh, this is also totally conjecture and uh, speculation. Um, but it does seem like the the possibilities here are super rad. Um, and then on, on top of that, um, there will also be exclusive deals, which I think will probably just be like this 10% off like we were seeing in the My Nintendo, you know, whatever. Um, so it's possible the thing ends up paying for itself if you're going to be buying a lot of digital games. Who knows? Who knows, Mark? Mark? Who knows? <laughs> um, and then the non-subscriber features, uh, access to the eShop. Um, this you can register and manage your friends list, uh, sharing screenshots, social media, and the parental controls. So everyone will get those whether or not you pay for the online service or not. Did you see the Bowser and Bowser Junior parental controls video? <laughs> but what I it like the video is adorable, and the parental controls are awesome on this. Yeah, like it it should be in, I feel like it should be industry. I mean, I don't have kids, but I feel like it should be industry standard. Like the ability to monitor what your game what your kids are playing mm-hmm. the ability to and like how long they've been playing it you know they like over a month or something yeah um the ability to restrict the amount of playing time uh and the hours during which they're playing yeah like yeah. i think that's like really really cool it seems like it's going to be its own smartphone app like yeah. i don't know if it'll be i think there might be two different apps so i'm not opposed to paying for online i've been doing it you know for two generations now yeah so it, it doesn't bother me um but if i'm paying for it i do expect nintendo to kind of get with the program so right right yes yeah a- absolutely that they need to get with the program and like actually have like the the online functionality for their games needs to be meaningful and needs to work all the time um and you know like that maybe isn't fair uh, a fair thing to say just because like the the wii u games actually are pretty well supported like you can play smash online you can play yeah 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 but i i totally agree like i think like you know like uptime and all that kind of stuff has been fine Mm -hmm. for nintendo what i mean more is like if you're charging me for it right you know it it should function not just like is it working full stop sure like the experience of using nintendo online needs to be significantly improved right when this goes back to your um your wish list item from last week of uh, a, a functional improved ai which or for UI, ui again for like the tiny bit that we've seen and they haven't shown yep. the ai 
Oh, gosh, I just did it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I infected you with yeah. that. Uh, the UI at there's been like one glimpse, but yeah. even like when you're, I guess, uh, for people who have had hands on with it, they have like you're not really allowed to see what it is. Yeah. And I'm sure that's because they will be working on it up to the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very minimal. And I like in such a blissful way, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't need to have that screen populated with 30 me's all <laughs> clamoring about the newest Shantae game. Um, but yeah, like it needs it. And who knows what they're going to charge for it? Yeah. Right. You know, like PlayStation and Xbox are like it's $60 a year for PlayStation. For, yeah. Right? And uh, Xbox is five bucks a month. Or I, is it really only five bucks? Four ninety nine a month. Oh. Yeah. I, look, I looked it up. Wow. But, um, I mean, uh, over the course of a year, I guess it's only $30. Yeah. I feel like it's more expensive than that. because nope, I, I, it's $60. That would okay. Be $60. That makes yes. sense because they're, so they're both 60 Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, like, I don't know that Nintendo will charge $60 for it. And if mm-hmm. they charge 30 for the year, you know, then I will give them a little more leeway. Uh, but I think if you're going to charge the same amount as uh, Xbox or the same amount as Sony then yeah like it needs to be it's like $60 a year is not an insignificant amount sure i feel like sure i mean it's it's kind of just the cost of one game um but yeah yeah i mean it's they they do need to make it worth it and i i mean i i kind of trust that they will i mean it's especially um when so much of like the dumb stuff i'm going to want to do is like just buy digital games and you know fill the thing up with games i've purchased a million times before like this is going to help me save that money and probably sure i don't i'm more skeptical because Mm -hmm. i i'm not really concerned about like the deals and stuff like that yeah um i'm concerned about like the ease of use Mm -hmm. and with like adding friends and like managing your friends and all that kind of stuff and uh starting parties and chats and and, like jumping into lobbies and nothing nintendo has ever done has necessarily proven to me that they're capable that kind of stuff but they got dna now yes and so i'm like i'm hopeful but i i am not sold i will be interested to see more information as it comes out right but if you haven't watched the parental controls video like i'm not a parent it's seriously uh just like really cute video like you should definitely watch it yeah, it's far less awkward than the whole uh, of the Switch presentation. <laughs> yeah. Mark, let's talk games. Let's talk games. Uh, so we saw a, a lot of stuff, um, and certainly we're, we're going to get more games revealed to us, I think, in, in the month and a half between now and, and the release. Um, but let's just kind of go through um, by the time periods here. So we went through the, the launch lineup, but on top of that, there's, there are a couple other games coming out in March. Uh, Snipper Clips, which is a like kind of puzzle game where you're playing with another person and you're both controlling like little paper craft characters. Um, and like they can cut each other out and solve puzzles. Yeah, it, it looks, uh, and again, people who've had the chance to be hands-on with it, like this is like, the game that they're kind of like walking away most excited about. I'm excited to play this. Yeah, game, it's yeah. really it looks really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's just going to be 20 or 30 bucks on the eShop. Great. Um I'll, I'll I think I'll probably pick it up no matter what. It, it, I, I'm yeah, it, I love uh I, I like that kind of like puzzle platformy thing, but I'm 
also super excited at the idea of playing it cooperatively with someone. Yeah. That'll be that'll be fun. Um, also, <clears throat> Fast RMX. I don't really know. It's a racer it's game a racer. that is. Uh, if you like F Zero, suppose you know, like that's the target that right. they're aiming for. Uh, has been Heroes, which is like a a, a roguelike. Um, it looks like uh, a little bit of like a on rails role playing hmm. like combat sort of thing. It looks neat. Um, and I am Setsuna will also be coming to the platform in March. Uh, and that's a uh, a SquareSoft developed um, old school uh, JRPG that uh, I have been I, I've wanted to play and thought about picking up on the um, PlayStation Four, but if it's coming to the Switch, I'll I'll play it there. Uh, and then so that that's the last of the March games in April on April twenty eighth. So it's got a date and everything. That's when Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Which is kind out. of what you wanted, mm-hmm. except it doesn't look... Well, it doesn't sound like it has any more added uh, like uh, tracks. No, six, six, I thought it had 16 additional Isn't that just battle tracks? mode? Oh I, I, oh, I don't know. I, from everything I saw, it was that no, like, they haven't announced any additional racing tracks. Okay. Uh, I, I thought that we did know that there were additional racing tracks. We just didn't know what they were. Who knows? Again, like the details on all of this stuff is, uh, are, are kind of hard to come by. But yeah, there are uh, more characters, uh, including um, Inklings from Splatoon are in this thing. A revamped battle mode. Wait, I'm sorry. Dry Bones is back. That's the yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah, that's sorry. That is the headline. I apologize. <laughs> dry Bones is back, baby. Dry Bones. Uh, you don't have to just play as Dry Bowser anymore. Um, and King Boo. You know who who gonna object to King Boo? Uh, two items. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, enhanced battle mode seems to be the big selling point. Right, and there are uh modes, new modes in the game that uh have not been revealed or announced yet, and a lot of new items. Yeah, yeah, there's the the feather and the ghost. Um so the feather to help you jump and the ghost to steal items from other people. Um I'm I'm really excited about this. I loved Mario Kart 8 and uh you know, it will just play this one for too many hours. <laughs> oh Hun- yeah, I will hundreds, I'm yeah. definitely going to pick this up as well. Um that's exciting. Mark, you'll have a copy of Super Mario uh, Mario Kart 8. I know. I will, and I also because it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and because if it is true that there are no additional tracks it does make me think in the future in a few uh, years we'll get a full switch mario, mario kart, kart potentially mm-hmm. uh yep other games coming out in the spring uh so arms which is how do, how do you feel about arms Mark? oh uh it's like a new nintendo ip like it, it looks like box uh we boxing but fun uh yeah okay because we boxing was terrible no, but yeah. it seems like this is like what we boxing should have been uh, I'm a little bit bummed that this isn't a Telero Boxer game. Telero Boxer being one of the like 13 games on the Virtual Boy, because <laughs> um, it seems like it would be the perfect IP to uh, stable on this. But I like that it's a new. I mean, you could have done Punch Out, but I like yeah. I like that it's a new IP. Uh, the character design seems fun. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's a lot of characters to like choose from. Um, for again, like the impressions, are, it controls really well. See, I think that's. It has to control really well, right? Like, uh, the reason that Wii Boxing sucks is that there's no precision in, like, swinging a Wii remote around. Um, And if, like, they really have fixed that and it really is precise and you can play it like a fighting game, 
um, then it should be pretty cool. Uh, Decidia Five complete. I don't really know what that is. Uh, an R- it's an RPG. It's an RPG. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Uh, so it's a combination of Puyo Puyo, which I am not familiar with, <laughs> and Tetris. So it's like a Tetris Dr. Mario. Uh, you know, it's the same uh, puzzle game versus other puzzle game. Uh, and Rhyme will all be coming out in the spring. Um, Rhyme is like a, a 3D adventure kind of game. Um, looks really cool. Uh, that's another one that I was probably going to pick up on some other platform, but we'll be happy to play um, on the Switch. Uh, then, <clears throat> oh, you know what? It's <laughs> I have I have this on on here twice. I have Rhyme on here in both the spring and the summer. So who knows when that's coming out? <laughs> um, uh, the only other thing announced for the summer is Splatoon Two. Yeah, everybody thought it was going to be uh, an enhanced port. Yeah, but no, it's I mean, a brand new game. It, it, it it's a brand new game. I wonder if it really is like how brand new it is again based purely on what i've heard and read from people who have experienced mm-hmm. it it seems to play like a sequel like very okay. di- like different in a positive way uh that well, was the weird this was the weirdest part of the like the switch presentation again this is one where like watching it through that like step removed of yeah. having the translator made it s- so even weird. more bizarre right because he, the 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 developer comes out like in character saying that he's discovered a new kind of squid. And then he keeps like making a two with his body. Yeah. It's really it's just very, it's just really weird. Yeah. Um, it made me laugh really hard. It made me laugh too. Uh, but Hey, uh, Splatoon two. Yeah. I didn't play. I haven't played much of it cause I didn't have a Wii U. I'm, I when I played a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with you, I didn't love the gyro controls, so I'm yeah. excited for that to not be featured prominently. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, man, I I feel like Arms has the potential to be another Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like a new Nintendo IP that people really like latch right. onto and right, love. Right. Um, yeah, God, it's so cool that they're coming out like just right on top of each other just within a few months um in the fall we'll get skyrim this is so weird to me yeah that it's coming out a year after the so weird yeah um it feels like this feels like mass effect 3 on the wii u where you're like why bother at that point i mean portable skyrim kind of sells itself Mm -hmm. but a year afterward like i this is one where I'm like, this should have been a launch title right. or why that's, bother. That's too late. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with that completely. And I, I have trouble with this because it's like, do I want other Bethesda games on the Switch? A hundred percent. Right. But they will probably gauge some of like their willingness to do so based on how Skyrim, re- you know, like sells. It's, that's so crazy though, just because like it's already a remaster, yeah. right? Then of like a five year, five six year old game, something like that, uh, and then for it for it to come out for the remaster to come out a year later on a different platform, like how can you judge? Like what 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 information does that give you? And I I. I don't like being in the position where i'm like i'm buying this game to show them that i'm interested yeah you know i don't know uh yeah i i don't if this was a launch title i probably would have bought it i don't know if in the fall i'm gonna feel that way well we'll see because it's also possible that well you know where the the well is drying up at that point and we need something to play um 
and Skyrim could be that. I I don't think that's true though. I maybe maybe I am uh overly optimistic, mm-hmm. but I think there's I think this lineup that we haven't even completed yet for mm-hmm. 2017 is good, and I think there are games that Nintendo has not talked about that I agree will one, be coming yeah. out in 2017. I agree with that 100. percent Um, holiday 2017 Super Mario Odyssey. Let's talk about Super Mario. <laughs> this game Odyssey. looks crazy. It looks insane. New Donk City. Yep. Very excited about New Donk City. It, it is weird to see Mario walking around, running with around with normally proportioned. People. Yeah. It's a little bit uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Sonic 06. Yeah. Um, but it seems like Nintendo knows that it's weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, and <laughs> also, it's Sonic not like the entire like game movie. takes place there. Yeah. Um, it look, seems like one of many worlds you visit because the yeah. rest of them look very just like what you would think Mario. Right. Very like stylized and cool. I love that his hat, hat features has prom- eyes. <laughs> hat that like feet like the cut. It reminds me of Super Mario Sunshine, like yeah. f- with Flood. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, except it's like your hat because there's like a point where he like throws his hat and then jumps onto the hat yeah. to make a super long. It just looks I'm very excited for this game. I Honestly, they show just a little bit of Mario, like just traversing the city, um, and I could see doing that for hours. <laughs> um, I love just making Mario run around. It's one of my favorite things to do in th- a 3D Mario game, um, and that this game seems like it's built around that experience uh, makes me happy. Uh, so th- everything else here is going to be more uh, generic. We don't really have dates or even. Uh, we we think these games are going to come out sometime in 2017. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So that's another um, 2, you know, just like Splatoon. That'll uh, be crazy to me if that comes out this year. That feels like... That's what they're saying. Though. I know, I know. But that feels like the first delay to me. for, Or maybe it'll come out in Japan. Yeah, sure. I mean, those games are huge. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, also, it's funny that in the past we've been like, oh, Nintendo doesn't do direct sequels. Direct, Nintendo doesn't do direct sequels. And then there the Switch was like, yeah, yeah. But people really liked Xeno, the first Xenoblade. Yeah, and, and it's also I keep hearing that, and it's interesting to me that like Xenoblade and Xeno Chronicles Cross or whatever or X or whatever the last one that came uh-huh. out, like how they're just like two different things. Uh, yeah, I I am not following that uh, at all. But uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two looks it looks pretty cool, right? There, there's a lot of like big monsters and stuff. I don't know. Uh, Minecraft, which seems like a, a of course, is it? OG Minecraft, or it, I, I thought or it was some. Nintendo. It was some weird Minecraft thing. So Minecraft Story Mode is also something that uh, will be coming to the Switch. Oh, but okay. I think I'll just OG Minecraft. Oh, yeah. okay. And I don't know if that's the the Nintendo version of it. Like there was a Wii U uh, Minecraft that had like special um, Mario stuff. Again, this is coming out sometime in 2017, so we'll get more information about that as we get closer to it. FIFA. Um, which is big for the system, I guess, but like also again, super weird yeah. moment in the presentation. Yes. Um, Bill Trinan in the background translating to Japanese. Yeah. And the guy who looks like he would rather be anywhere. Oh yeah. But there also, I read that the, this version of FIFA will probably be based on the like a last gen PS3, 360 oh, okay. port, but um, makes sense to me that, EA would put as little effort into this as possible. Yeah, so. good, good work, EA. Um, Ultra Street Fighter to the final challengers. What a crazy... What a crazy thing to happen. <laughs> a new sequel to Street Fighter 2. 
um, that has two new characters, uh, Evil Ryu and Violent Ken, <laughs> um, and uh, all the rest of the characters that have ever been in uh, Street Fighter 2, uh, and some weird new game modes. It looks like there's maybe two-on-one fights, possibly two-on-two fights. Um, you can switch back and forth between the like pixelated 16-bit graphics and the uh, high-definition hand-drawn um, graphics uh, from the Super Street Fighter, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about this and thing. And I, I think this is this is the only Capcom game announced for it. I think right? that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and is it coming? Every, is, is this like, has this game already been announced and it's just like I don't being know. confirmed that it's on a Nintendo flat, no, platform? So or is this like the first we've heard? I this feel is like the this is the first we've, we've heard, heard of it. it. Um, I, I would be surprised if it stays exclusive um, just because we know Capcom's history with uh, promising exclusivity <laughs> to Nintendo. Um, we will never forget. We will never forget Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Uh, but it seems super cool. Sonic Mania, which I guess if you're into Sonic, will be neat. Yeah, I mean, they had said that Sonic Project 2017 or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. like the more traditional Sonic game was going to be on Switch. It's news that Sonic Mania, which is the throwback title, right. is going to be on Switch. And so I think that that's pretty cool. Like I may, I want to like Sonic. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like, or I'm at least I want to like try. Away from, yeah, yeah, I want to like try, and so I'm. Ex- I I think I will actually pick up Sonic Mania for my Switch. Uh, Steep, which I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a uh, Ubisoft's um downhill race, like a uh, skiing slash snowboarding, like they're like SS uh, SSX. Is that what that was called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's like that, or like a 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, it was released on previous platforms earlier this year. Okay, or last year. Uh, Siberia 3, which I also don't know what that is. Uh, Siberia is a point-and-click adventure okay. um, series that's been going for a while. Uh, my friend actually pl- played the first one, I think, on the Xbox. Oh, okay. So it's been around for a while. Uh, that's how I know what it is. Uh, NBA 2K? Yeah, NBA 2K18. I actually think that one has released date of September, which is when the rest oh, okay. of them will be coming sure. out. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2? Fine. Dragon Ball fighting game, I'm Dragon, sure. Dragon Ball game. Yeah. What what else would a Dragon Ball game be? <laughs> <laughs> it's some really deep puzzle solving. <laughs> uh, other games with uh, no release dates um, or even release years. Uh, this Fire Emblem Warriors, which we'll obviously find out more about on Wednesday. I bet we, we could even get a date, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was April or May or whatever. Because um, it's been a while since... Uh, the last Hyrule Warriors. Uh, sh- uh, a new Shimigami Tensei game. Um, Raymond Legends, like the ultimate version. It cannot be killed. It cannot be killed. Dragon's Quest. Uh, Dragon Quests, rather. <laughs> 10, 11, and uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2. Uh, I'm 100% positive Dragon Quest 10 will never be outside of Japan. Okay. Um, cause it's a MMO and so they would have to, you know, oh, like, yeah, do yeah, all yeah. And so that's, but that's cool. If that's happening in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Quest 11. So at that part in the trailer, it, I think it said like Japan. So I think it'll eventually be coming West. Uh, my fingers are crossed. Oh, I guess it won't matter because, because region, yeah, region free. I mean, I can't read Jap- Japanese, yeah, but, but, <laughs> uh, um, but I'm hoping it'll eventually come to the West. Uh, but I think right now it is just confirmed for Japan. Got it. Although I think Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 is coming to the West. I, I believe yeah. that's correct. Um, 
this really rad looking uh, Square Enix RPG called Octopath Traveler. Oh yeah, this is by the Bravely Default team. Yeah, and it looks amazing. It looks really cool. Instead of using the Bravely Default uh, art style, which is kind of a, a low poly um, aesthetic, it's putting like 16-bit sprites in 3D space, and it looks like really trippy. Yeah, and it's like, like pop-up bookish kind um, of, and the lighting is very yeah. stark. Like I, it's it's yeah, that would made me very excited. We'll probably see it in like 2019. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's coming out of this is Square Enix. <laughs> it could be forever from now. Um, and then uh, also the some some manner of No More Heroes uh, or whatever Suda Five One is is working on. Mm, just imagine the gross uh, applications of the. Um, oh, HD back, yeah. Because <laughs> if you remember in the first game, uh-huh. you like have to shake the Wiimote in order to charge your to charge your lightsaber, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. So you may have to do it with two of them. <laughs> uh, so that I think that that's about the extent of the information that we got on this thing. Yeah, a um, lot of games like a uh, pretty solid lineup right mm-hmm. now, 427. And I also think that there's a lot of indie games that weren't mentioned that are going to be coming out like Stardew sure. Valley, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think those will be coming out in 2017 as well. They yeah. um Nintendo didn't really talk a lot about indies, but it seems like there's a lot of enthusiasm for uh the Switch from indie developers. Right, and just getting your game on there with Knowing that people can play it on the go or at home. Yeah, and if it uh, it does take minimal effort, you know, mm-hmm. like if a lot of games are built on Unity or, um, you know, Unreal Engine 4, right. then it probably won't take a lot of work to get it on the Switch, which yeah. is, is great. Um, Mark, what were we missing? Just, I, I, this could be a whole other topic too, but like there are some things that, uh, ports of Wii U games that we were expecting, um, and rumored games rumored that games didn't show up that didn't show up so we mentioned that that ubisoft um mario rpg slash rabbids uh game which we don't we d- didn't see at all before the um presentation you know uh the people the rumor became that it got pushed back to like september oh, so okay. people weren't sure if it was going to show up um i believe it exists right and i think we'll uh yeah i think we'll see it this fall um another game that was rumored that didn't show up was beyond good and evil 2 yeah another ubisoft title that's interesting that maybe ubisoft was like we're not ready well i i don't i think beyond good and evil 2 is still like early in development sure so it's not a huge surprise that we didn't see that um big nintendo things that we didn't see uh smash didn't see smash at all um expected possibly to see some kind of um port but maybe that's all like uh, the, the more I think about it, like I don't know that I've actually read credible rumors about that, or if that's just like kind of everyone's assumption that like it I, would be foolish to not do that. Well, from like Laura Kate Dale and Emily Rogers, they've talked about they it. Both and they, it? Yeah. they were pretty spot on about a lot, you know, Everything, like a lot yeah. of Switch stuff. Um, and uh, so I, I, and it seems like a no brainer to me, especially because I don't think we're getting a brand new, right? Um. And but I can understand why with uh, Mario Kart they didn't also want to be like and here's another port. Sure, yeah, I, uh, I get that. And, well, and yeah. and also um, just to add to this list, Super Mario Maker was another one that seemed like they would definitely be doing that. But I, they also did just release uh, the 3DS version of that game. Um, and then on top of that, uh, no mention of Pokemon. 
in any capacity. Um, no Pokemon stars. Which, again, makes sense to me because the game just came out and has been selling well. Yeah. And if it ends up being a holiday title, you know, there's no real need to talk about it now. Right. You can wait until like, the end of the summer or something. Um, uh, Pokken Tournament as well uh, is another one that you and I had been saying, like, why they keep adding characters to this thing? <laughs> uh switch um but yeah it didn't see anything from that uh and then the virtual console we know nothing oh man mother three oh you know? yeah mother three I, again i uh, enough people have talked about it that i do think it's eventually going to happen mm-hmm. um but yeah like no mention of the virtual console at all which again makes sense you know they have a lot to cover and the virtual console isn't necessarily anything new right Right, it's like the least sexy part of what they can be selling. Uh, you Reg- can still buy your old games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Reggie Fiel- uh, Fiel- Fiel- May. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Again, like in these interviews afterwards, he was asked about it, and um, he said that they are aware of you know how much people have invested in the consoles previously, mm-hmm. in the virtual console, you know, on the Wii U and the Wii, and... Uh, you know, he didn't say that there would be like a upgrade fee or anything like. You know, he uh, he didn't say what their solution or what the virtual console is going to be. But right. he just said that they are aware of it. Right. And that it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the still... ultimate. Like, I hear that you're angry. Yeah. We'll see if I do anything about it. Right. That. And he, you know, so we he's you know he said there's 40 days until it launches or something like that. So to to expect more details coming soon it'll be interesting to see what they do mm-hmm. and that's kind of the the theme of all of this is uh we've got 40 days until the the thing comes out and there's so much information and you know the it does seem like we're getting access to this thing before it has like a modern console launch um very few games not even all the online uh infrastructure is there like great let's let's ease into this thing let's play zelda um a lot and screw around with uh one two switch and then everything all the games and the features will come to us as we go which is like again you and i are fine with that because we have a lot of love in our hearts for nintendo so we're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt but i do think that's uh i i wish it weren't like that I wish we were launching with full online functionality and sure, you know, like, cause that is the expectation, mm-hmm. the minimum expectation of a modern console. And so I don't necessarily think the people who are, uh, you know, like not enthused about that mm-hmm. are wrong. I, I'm willing to give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt. Well, I, I do. I mean, the, I'd like to see maybe uh, numbers on this, like where, because obviously, uh, the weekend that a console releases that that's big for sales, um, but like consoles have pretty long lifespans, right? And they sell late into their like you know years and years in into them. People are still buying them in big numbers, and like I don't know with with very few like a few Nintendo exceptions. Like I don't buy hardware on day one usually. Um, just because it's expensive or there's not a lot for it. Um, and so, like, I don't know that we need to have everything on day one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like online, online fu- functionality is I, like, I, I that's a that, minimum. Yeah. Ex- I feel like that's a minimum expectation. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, great. Mark, 
let's uh, move out of the, the, the topic. We're, we're done talking about Switch? I think so. I think we're done talking about yeah. Switch. <laughs> but of course, if you had anything that you wanted to add to our conversation about Switch, you should always feel free to write us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we can read your email on the podcast and have a conversation about it. Ooh, another thing I just remembered that Reggie said <laughs> is that they are going to um, uh, be re- continuing to supply the Nintendo, the NES Classic Edition. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, that's right. Um, so that's good. Maybe people will be able to buy them at some point uh no no reader question this week um but uh if you like i said want to uh write into us you know how to do that that's gonna do it for this episode of nintendo cartridge society you should follow us on twitter at nincart society and check out the facebook page which is just nintendo cartridge society uh if you have a second we would love if you would rate and review us on itunes uh we have a contest of sorts going uh where if you leave us a review and then write us a, a mail email <laughs> a mail <laughs> Do it with email. It's that's easier. Um, that you'll be entered into this contest, and maybe it'll be something Switch related. Now, I think that's like the prize. Um, we'll figure this out off mic. Um, oh, I also think it's funny that we did not talk about Breath of the Wild at all, and that game looks amazing. Oh yeah, like the new trailer they released looks yeah, just. It looks so good. I'm very excited. About I, it. it was like an afterthought in all of our discussion. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll have more Zelda. <laughs> well, I, I think we'll be talking about that game for a long time. Um, Split comes out on the twentieth. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, no, go ahead. Make make, <laughs> make 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 your case for. <laughs> well, if you have spoilers, right. you can send them to me. Like, I, I, you might be listening to this and be like, "Well, that sounded pretty half-hearted." And it's true because I already have plans to see it on the twentieth. So, if you have spoilers to send. Go ahead and uh, you know get them in now. Now we should we should e- express that this is not like a uh, mutual relationship between us and the listeners, where y- as soon as you see the movie, you're not going to spoil it for our listeners. Absolutely, no, oh. no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I right. won't. No. If you want me to, you can send us an email, right? And then we will write back, to and you. I will include right. the spoilers in. Yeah, I will totally do that, but only upon request. Right. We'll we'll record a special uh, spoilers by request episode <laughs> of Nintendo Cartridge Society, just talking about Split. <sighs> Rate review us on iTunes and uh, check out some other What's a Creative um, podcast because they're good. They're good things. If you like. Uh, hearing Mark and I talk about stuff. We write about comics on retconpunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can find more of 8 Betty's music on 8 or by listening right now. From my co-host Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying let's switch to ending the show. And thanks for listening. Podcast Network.